This is Blood and Firewater, a true crime, comedy, discussion type podcast. We shoot tequila and we chase it with a case of murder. Just as a disclaimer, this podcast contains mature content not suitable for all ages, so listeners' discretion is advised. I am your host Rashad and I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning into the show. We promise not to be insensitive to the victims and respect their families. However, we will poke fun at other persons, places, and things involved with the case. We're not professionals, and we don't pretend to be. Oh no, I'm trying to figure out what episode it is. Is it 58? 56. I think it's 58. Because you, you, no, you said something about well, there's not a better way to do episode 57. Does does the part two count as an episode? Okay. What? Either mm-hmm. way. Welcome well, back to Blood and Fire Water for whatever part of the episode that we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, I am your host, Rashad. I am your co-host, Brandy. And we also have a new co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Aijan, or Lightbright. A few things about me. I am a crime junkie, and I enjoy listening to true crime podcasts or watching... um. True crime, anything. Really, and it, and it's great to have people that share the same common interests and want to be a part of something. So, like, welcome to the team. Thank you for spreading the shit at work, <laughs> right? Because I've had so many people walk up and be like, "Yeah, so what's about that? What? What's going on with that podcast?" I'm like, "Who told you?" And they'll be like, "Light, right?" <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here, and I'm glad that. I can be of service to spread the word. So, like, I heard that you already had a case wrote. I do. And I do. You, you just so happen to fall in the same category that we're doing this season. I would love nothing more for you to share your research of who? Of John Wayne Gacy. Ugh. Right. <laughs> so, without further ado, please tell me. Something about John Wayne Gacy. You just want to dive straight in, or you just you want to know something? Raw dog. All right. <laughs> well, John Wayne Gacy murdered thirty three young men. And... Okay, pull up, pull out real quick. <laughs> oh. Too too far. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Can can we give me can you give me some background? Background. All right. Well, John Wayne Gacy was born March seventeenth, nineteen forty two, in Chicago, Illinois. According to a book, Killer Clown, Gacy didn't really have an easy childhood. He um he had a bad relationship with his father, John Wayne Gacy Sr. So Gacy's a junior. Right. Mm-hmm. His father was abusive, an alcoholic abusive, and was very physically and verbally abusive to not only his children, but also his wife. Mm. No, no, no authorities involved at any point. I, I would assume. Um. Well, it's the forties, so. That's that's just you know, <laughs> expected. <laughs> it's expected. Gacy was always one of those kids. Like being a boy, would want his father's approval in any situation, anything. Well, the mother doesn't play a major role in the household in the forties, like. You know, what? Her, Whatever. Her role, they literally couldn't her role do shit. Is her role. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not like saying I'm not saying like the shit's tails. the way it is now. Like, hands obviously, tails. I I've never seen the show. Obviously, what? I've obviously I've never. No, y'all, Rashad ain't never seen Handmaid Tales. 
But go ahead. 40s and women? Mm-hmm. You, you made me forget what the fuck I was talking about. Um, no, you said that they didn't do, they didn't really have a major role. No, no, the, their role was major, but it was not. It was... I just imagine it was not and do things that men could do and a lot of things at that in the 40s yeah bro come on you got some you got some numbers back listen I want I want to so bad like let's pause for the cause let me tell you what women could not do in the 40s real quick go off go off I'm about to pop off Mm -hmm. give me your phone no you you can't have my phone no no we need to know Mm -hmm. I bet it's at least in in your kitchen. Go get it. Bruh. You said 40s. We're in the 40s. Right. In the 40s, y'all couldn't do nothing. (laughs) 50 years ago? That's 1990. All right. You could not work. So you're trying to tell me that y'all were more important in the 40s than you are now? Because what I'm trying to explain to you is you were mistreated in the 40s and you're mistreated now. Yes, so, but primarily black women. Black women. Okay, now we're now we're making this about color. No, black, I was just, all all women lives matter. <laughs> you don't want me to rebuttal that, Miss Ajon. Please, uh, continue with your story no. about John Wayne Gacy. No. Okay. Well, I appreciate that sidebar. We're gonna get back to Gacy. Okay. Get back to okay. Gacy denied having any type of sexual abuse from his father, but. He did claim that he was sexually assaulted by other people. Uh, for example, when Gacy was five years old, him and his mother were at another family's house and a mentally challenged 15-year-old girl took him upstairs where she began sexually assaulting him. When Gacy was eight years old, he was again assaulted by a contractor in his mid-30s who had a casual friendship with his dad. The contractor family friend would take Gacy out for ice cream and then show him wrestling holds. Very, very interesting for someone to do. Just for just, his size, like how big was he? Um, I mean, just think about it. Gacy's eight, so the guy he was, was a in big his guy though. Mid, the guy was in his mid thirties. It's not said what his name was, but right, just a little kid. Being shown wrestling moves by a an older adult, a grown ass man. Those were a few of the reported sexual assault cases, not cases, but sexual assault incidents with Gacy. Gacy had a heart condition, also at an early age. At an early age, what? Uh, It was diagnosed that he had angina pectoris and. When you have angina pectoris, you're not really able to do a lot of physical activities. And him being a little kid, he's not able to go outside and play with friends or anything. So, so the the angina pectoris is it like an enlarged heart? Epidural pectoris. I don't think it's an enlarged heart. I think it's um your heart struggles to pump. I'll look it up right now. So keep continuing. But um. Due to him not being able to go outside and play, you know, his dad is, I'm sure, going to the hospital with him and his mom. So he knows the condition, but he called him a sissy because he wasn't able to play, which in turn, the kids at school started calling him a sissy. I mean, their dad called him a sissy? I'm pretty sure he would drop him off and be like, have a good day, sissy, something like that. I don't, I don't know. 
I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> so angina pectoris is a uh, like the obstruction of arteries to the heart. Okay. So like he's like he has a blockage. His box where my heart is. He has a blockage, a blood flow to his heart. So that's what that is. Okay. Well, also due to Gacy having angina pectoris, he missed so many days of school that he never graduated. He just dropped out. Much like you know a lot of these serial killers. I was gonna say don't. But, I mean, Gacy attended four different high schools and then dropped out, so. Oof. He had chances, chance after chance Bro, you missed chance. 32 days and one semester, you got to drop I out. I mean, they didn't have online school then, so. Like, I didn't I mean, have online school. I missed 32 days. I Drop missed out. 182. That's a lot of days. That's a school year. Yeah. Just got to get expelled. <laughs> so. After Gacy dropped out of high school, he decided to move to Las Vegas from Chicago. Hmm. And while he was there, he was working in a mortuary as a janitor. I guess he didn't have anywhere to stay, so they were letting him stay there, sleep, spend the night. Yeah, 70s was weird for everybody. Well, kind of like 60s, 70s. Yeah, the 60s, 70s. You just walk in, you got a a kind heart and a nice face, and they'll let you sleep or have sex wherever you want to. Kind of to touch back on Jaycee's, not Jaycee's, Gacy's childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. The touchback on his childhood, it is said that he used to steal his mom's underwear and would take them and bury them in the backyard. That's some voodoo shit. It, it's it's addressed later on when it comes to his victims, what he would do with their underwear. It sounds like some surreal foreshadowing. It is. It's a lot of foreshadowing, especially with him working at the mortuary and him sleeping there and being known kind of growing up. Again, I don't, I, don't, I don't know anything about Gacy, but like all the things that you're telling me now, it seems like they're all going to tie back in a little bit later. <laughs> Gacy was very yeah. suspect as a child slash teenager, meaning like gay suspect. So um, he got fired from the mortuary. Just so happened to be a body of a teenage boy there one night. And instead of Gacy just, you know, cleaning up, going to sleep, he just so happened to decide to have sex with said body and was caught. Having sex with a body? Mm-hmm. In the mortuary? Of a boy. Of a boy. Of a boy. In any work profession, I please, mm-hmm. please don't stick your dick in nothing that I'm about. Dead. No. That, at anything. Dead or alive. In anything. I mean, so if I'm about to go get a hamburger, please don't put your dick in it. You have to hope and pray that that don't happen because it. No, I don't have to hope and pray. Those are rules and laws showing otherwise. I, for a fact, do not want to stick any parts of my body in food, but if you do, (laughs) not any necrophilia shit going on here. Just (laughs) mind your business. No, that's exactly what's going on. Some necrophilia. No, he got caught too. How stupid could you be? It's not like the other guy was going to run off. Well, (laughs) with Gacy. Being in Las Vegas and being caught doing said act with body. It's not like the other guy's gonna roll right off because he's dead. Did you get it? What happened? I made a joke about having sex with a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I've said worse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gacy moved home back to Chicago to stay with mommy. Okay. After he was fired. While he was there, he enrolled in business college. He became a salesman 
it says a natural born salesman. He was able to talk his way out of any situation. So just imagine how he explained himself with the body. Without going to jail? With, with, yeah. Without. I mean, I could imagine. Hey, man, look, I fell and slipped in it. Yeah, no. I mean, if he, he talked his way out of that, then please lay it on me, right, right? After he graduated, he went on to be a manager for trainees at a shoe company in downtown Chicago. He was so good at his position that they transferred him within weeks to Springfield, Illinois. Okay. First, that's where the Simpsons are. Right. right. I was about to say the Simpsons. Okay. And second, so like he was a salesman by trade. Yeah. He knew how to talk. So that that has so much to do with like the last couple of serial killers that recovered because Eileen obviously knew how to talk to get herself in the car with these strangers. While they pulled their pants down. Dahmer knew how to get these guys back to his house. Kemper knew how to get these girls into his car, just like with conversation. So, like, is the Bundy? (laughs) Oh God! Don't even get me started about Bundy. When he got transferred to Springfield, he was now working or managing a men's clothing outfit for the company, and he stayed there for nearly a year. After his promotion, he married a woman. So he's married now. Mm Mm-hmm. And they relocated. Well, it was a wealthy family he married. He was married into. Was he married? Okay. Yeah, and they relocated to Waterloo, Iowa. Oof. Yeah. So wait, where was he in the motorway when he worked? He's in Springfield. No, no, he was in Las Vegas. Vegas. So Springfield. He, yep. Iowa. In '66, at the request of his father-in-law, Gacy took over managing their chicken restaurant. Their chicken restaurant was Kentucky Fried Chicken. Wait, I ate there today. First off, that restaurant's terrible. No, I take that back. They're gravy. Oh, just the brown gravy? Uh, what other kind of gravy they got? I like the, the famous bowl, you know? The bowls are good. But, like, okay. Too so, much gravy? So his family owned uh, chains in KFC. Or <laughs> Gacy himself owned a KFC. His father-in-law. His his wife's family oh, okay. owned several chains all right just go we're in 66 but just to go back a couple of years um in 1964 gacy was found guilty of sodomizing two young there boys it is. so it's like two years later your father-in-law is still like yeah you can take some of my restaurants after you did this to these boys but um he was arrested and was supposed to serve 10 years for this sentence but only got 18 months so well, Kemper killed both his grandparents and only got yeah. five years. Maybe he got those that restaurant, you know, like in hopes with the stepfather? Father in law. I'm gonna go back because I got one of the years confused. In sixty six, Gacy's father in law did ask him to take over the some of the franchises for the chicken. And then not in sixty four, but in sixty eight was when Gacy was convicted of sexually assaulting these two boys oh okay and thank you for clearing that up you're welcome you're welcome because I, I was a little confused trying to figure out i was out. more concerned about the boys than the year <laughs> yeah he actually did it hey little boy i was <laughs> concerned about his father-in-law's <laughs> thinking process like mm. makes sense now because while gacy was in jail when he was released his wife divorced him <laughs> naturally yeah naturally 
Gacy moved back home to Chicago to be with his mom. He was on parole. He was released on parole in 1970. Oh, and also while Gacy was married, he had two kids. Shit. Like birthed. Yeah, like they're still alive. He didn't birth them out, but I'm sure. No, but, uh, yeah. yeah. But, but like, are, are they still alive? Kids, they're still alive and shit? You can only 70, assume so. Yeah, like 70. Maybe, maybe change They're probably like in their 40s, 50s right now. You would have to think, like Rashad said, that they're still probably alive with changed identities. Did you be walking around with the last name Dahmer? I just say I didn't have a daddy. It was... Gacy? <laughs> no, Bundy? I mean, have you ever Bundy. met somebody with the last name of a killer? Well, Al Bundy was, he was, a, he was a cool guy. Ted Bundy? Al Bundy. Who was that? Married with children. Oh, shit. Well, Gacy moved back home to Chicago to be with his mom once again. Mm-hmm. It's just like every time he fucks up, hey, mom, you miss me? And goes back home. But he was paroled in 1971, went back home. He went to work as a construction contractor. Kind of funny because when he was eight, was molested by a contractor, so I think it's coincidence. <laughs> then July of nineteen seventy one, he remarried again and with financial help from his mother, him and his new wife moved to Des Plaines. And I'm sure you're probably wondering about the old wife and his two kids. He considered them dead to him once he got released out of jail prison. Well, at least he did it mentally and not physically. Jail or prison. Well, he was in the Iowa State Men's Reformery when he did the 18. R&D. But yeah, they moved to Des Plaines, 71, same year. Gacy ran into the trouble with law again. He <laughs> was charged with attempted rape of a young man. Attempted Wait, was rape? we in 79 and went back to 71? No, we're still in 71. Okay. Yeah, he got married in July 71. So I guess maybe like a few months after he got married, he decided he wanted to try to rape this boy. You just got married. You got all this fresh, you know, mm, but you want to go out. I've never had that fresh, mm, mm. but like I, I get what you're saying. If only they could have seen the hand motion, the fresh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the charges were dropped for this attempted rape. Sure. All because the boy didn't come to court. I was about to say because he didn't come to court. <laughs> Maybe he was just scared to go to the police. Maybe Gacy said something. He could talk his way in and out of anything. And That's him being a, <laughs> him being a salesman, he really had a well, talent. Well, he's starting to sound like a sociopath now. And also a pedophile. But that's a given. He's a doctor. Anything under the sun, basically. I mean, did he ever get, like, help? For a diagnosis? He got help. He he got, he, he sure yeah, did. He, yeah, what, he helped what, himself to a whole bunch of Yeah, I was about to say, did he butts. get the help in prison? Was he? According to the Des Plaines Journal, he was known by local people as a sharp businessman who would undercut his rivals' and contracts by hiring a number of high school age boys. His business grew. With him being known, well known in his neighborhood, town, everything, he started hosting parties for friends and neighbors. Like uh, na- neighborhood parties and stuff like that? Yeah. Blog party. Okay, so, oh, all right. You know, like what we used to do yeah, in Silver uh, Creek. Trying to appear to be normal. 
I'm ready for the party. Uh, where the party at? Right. At these said parties, one thing Gacy, I'm sure everybody knows Gacy as the clown killer, but I mean, him being a clown was probably like 25 to 35% of his life but at the parties he would that's dress a, up as a big a clown. ass percentage like yeah because i agree with the percent like it being that high because like he wasn't doing that shit in the other three states where he had a completely other another life so it's like when he came back home it was like all right well i tried everything else now i'm gonna be a clown i am very interested in this case from here on out because i want to know why he like, why he chose the clown thing. He tried everything else. You didn't hear me? Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't hear Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> but he would dress as this clown, and he would do it for his neighbor's friends, and he would even go to the children's hospital for the kids. So I kind of think that's weird that Gacy was out here doing this stuff to these teen boys and then turning around and dressing up as a clown and going to see sick kids in the hospital. Gacy also joined the the JC's Democratic Party, and there's even a picture out there of Gacy with one of the first ladies, First Lady Rosalind Carter. Jimmy Carter's wife. Yeah. I'm sure after they found out everything Gacy did, they were just like... How didn't they already? I'm sure they were like... You had some run-ins, man. <laughs> Ain't no... That security Jim- was horrible. Jimmy Carter? I'm just trying to wrap my mind around how these folk did not know that he had did all this shit when they got all the pool to find out. But I guess nothing stuck. And I just think that is, you know, fucked. I'm talking about a serial killer, so I'm, I'm sure y'all are wondering, like, Gacy has all this going on. We're, we're talking about a serial killer when he killed people. Well, the whole time he's taking pictures with the first lady part of the JC club, all that. Still can't wrap my mind around that. He's killing people. In 1972, Gacy killed his first victim at home. It's said that Gacy hid most of his victims either under his garage or in his crawl space under his house. All over his house, brother. Probably wondering how his wife didn't know about it. (laughs) Gacy didn't let his wife go into the garage at all. Just like when Gacy was little, his father wouldn't let him come into the basement. Or his wife. No one was allowed in the basement when Gacy was younger. Kind of a little bit of go like with father, what you like know. son. Yeah, go yeah. with what you know. I, t- I said that. foreshadow. And in 1975, a teenager that worked for Gacy went missing, but the police just never looked into it. At this point, <laughs> did Gacy die a free man? No. no. All right. The police didn't look into it. I'm sorry. He, they didn't <laughs> what? In March 1976, Gacy's wife divorced him. But this is his third wife now. Second wife. Second. Because okay. the first one was a boy that was right. in the lab. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess she was just tired of his shit because it said that she was tired of his homosexual magazines laying around the house and his Casual. unpredictable moods and tendencies. So after. She divorces him. I guess he was just like, I don't care. That's cool. Because in 19- I heard about you. Yeah. 1977, Gacy kidnapped and molested another boy. How many boys, Will? Is he gay? <laughs> like, is... I'm, I'm sorry. Like, at no, at no point, like, was it, like, recognized, like, he had, like, a homosexual tendency much? It was bi-curious. Bi-curious my ass. Like. 
Are we on? I'm pretty sure we're on like dude five. A few of Gacy's victims, uh, starting in 72, you have Timothy McCoy, who is 18. John Butkovich, I think that's how you say it. I'm definitely sorry. a white boy, but yeah, he sorry. got his Butkovich. Disappeared 1975. Same year, his wife divorced him, like March 76. Well, April 76, Daryl Sampson went missing. Same year, 76, Randall Reffitt, Sam Stapleton, Michael Donnan, William Carroll, Rick Johnston, Kenneth Parker, and Michael Marino. So, oh, and Gregory Gottick. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking you were forgetting somebody right there then. I was like, what about that last guy? 76, that's nine victims. That's just rape. No, that's that's murder. Son, murder. God. And all those victims, the youngest victim in that age range was 14. Oldest was 18. Hmm. Yep, those are little boys. Whole time Gacy's killing these people, he's still going about life, acting normal, putting them under his house. Gacy also would sometimes trick them to coming over there, him being a construction worker. Hey, I need help doing this, doing that. And like a laborer, he would pay him. Linger. Yeah. And two boys, two teen boys, he actually had dig a ditch under his house in his crawl space. Four more said bodies. And I'm pretty sure they smelt all this while I'm they were there. I'm trying to figure there. that shit out. Like, hey, you won't smell that, bro? I'm sure they smelled all this. That's what I say, like. Oh, um, Gacy's favorite way of killing his victims was strangulation, by the way. <laughs> With either his hands or yeah, You know how long it object. takes to strangle somebody? Four minutes. That's very personal. It, it takes a very long time. Four minutes is a like, long time if you're going to strangle somebody. You have to hold. Even if you're using an object, you still got to. You know how quick you can do it with a pipe, though? Like, break the. You know how fast it is with a gun? (laughs) Quick. Casey probably wasn't thinking like that. He started to get a little messy. Oh. So he got sloppy because no no one found all these other bodies. Obviously, there were, you know, missing persons reports. Uh, Not the way the police was fucking with him. Well, I mean, around Chicago, around this. (laughs) We're in Chicago. For the for these murders, right? Yeah, we're in Chicago. So yeah. I can't believe why you didn't do that shit. Where you what and from? You know, shit we eat. Well, yeah. he was and a little smart, um, because Gacy would kidnap sex workers, uh, uh homeless so boys, the unmentionable. Yeah. Oh, like people that didn't have people looking for them, basically. Right. But that's where he got messy in 1978. Gacy went into a pharmacy, and he saw Robert Peist. He's like, ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Gacy told the boy, hey, I'm a contractor. Um, I got some work at my house I need you to do. Well, I'm glad Robert was very close with his mother because he called her before he went over Gacy's house. I'm pretty sure if it wasn't for him calling her saying, hey, mom, um, this guy that kind of looks like a pervert invited me to his house help him with something so i'll be home later i'm sure she was like okay have fun it was like chris and the old man on family guy gacy you know he he did the deed with the boy the deed is the done deed. and poor little fella he was murdered he was murdered oh damn, damn it we're in 78 now i'm gonna go back to his victims uh go back to 77 you have john six 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 I, I don't know how to say it S Z Y C. We're just gonna say John in seventy seven. 
another John Prestige, Siza, Matthew Bowman, Robert Gilroy, John Mowry, Russell Nelson, Robert Winch, Tommy Bowling, David Talsma, William. Well, yeah. Those are all his victims in 77. <laughs> right. Like, God so, damn. Those are all his victims in 77. 78, you have Timothy O. You have more? Yeah. Okay. No, sir. Frank Landigan and then Jane Mazara. And I think Robert Pice. I believe Robert Pice was his last victim because that's ultimately the one that he got caught for. But there's still. I remember that last name. I feel like you said it already. Pice. Yeah. There are still unidentified victims, though. Unidentified? Mm-hmm. How they... The ninth identified victim was identified in June 2007 as Timothy McCoy. Okay, so it just, like, you... I'm not understanding how they were identified if they're un, unidentified. I mean, I'm At pretty... The time, maybe. Like I said, he kidnapped, like, sex workers, homeless people, people. He, he thought families didn't give a fuck about them, so... Okay, because if you're unidentified, then you don't get a name. You're just John Doe. Dope. So at some point they had to figure out. Well, I mean, DNA wasn't prevalent. Yeah, I, I mean, even if I guess these folks didn't come looking for them, DNA proved who these people right. were. So that's how they found like the the. Okay. He basically fucked up ultimately because Mama Bear swooped in after her son didn't return home that night. Um, she he told his mom Gacy's name, so Mama was too late. I'm going to just go ahead and... Mama? Sadly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if your son tells you that he's doing a construction job, you're not really going to call him every hour. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Like, I'm in denial. The police went to Gacy's house when they were there. They, they smelled, they smelled they smell a smelly shit? smell. That, that smelly, smelly, smelly smell. smell that I was talking I, about. I, I described what a dead body smells to you in, in the episode previously. You asked me what a dead body smells like, and then I was like, I'll tell you. And yeah. then I, told I remember you. it was those garage days. With them going to his house, they had reason to, you know, get a warrant, search his house. So they got warrants. They searched his house. And when they did, they were welcomed with that smelly smell again, except it was stronger. So just think about it. They're outside talking to Gacy at first and they can smell it. And then they go inside the house after getting warrants and they can smell it. So just think about Gacy is living here. Apparently he was nose blind to the smells of these bodies. So one thing that really, really messed up Gacy is they found a ring that was missing from one of his victims when they searched the house. So that was just like automatically boom. We 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 really gonna look. They tore up some of his floorboards, and when they tore up some of his floorboards, they didn't see insulation. Quick question. Was he in custody at this point? No, he was just letting them wear. All right, man. Yeah, Go just ahead. sitting on the couch reading the newspaper, I guess. Uh, Casual. While, while they're ripping fuck. this house apart. That's fucking nuts. These aren't cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's not insulation either. December 22nd, 1978, Gacy realized he had a whole lot of fire under his ass. Him being, I guess, smart, decided to tell them yeah i did it i i killed robert pice but i also killed 32 other people gacy murdered 33 people in all he drew them a map of all the bodies that were under his house but he didn't he didn't put all his bodies in the house 
Some of them he dumped in the Des Plaines River. He dumped at least five bodies there. And I, I believe Robert Pice was one of the bodies that he dumped there. They went back to the house, started uncovering all the bodies. Some fresh, some old. And some of the bodies were even found with the object he used to strangle them around their neck. And so he just get rid of the there's evidence. A, there's, there's a disregard for caring about human finding life. him Basically. at this point. Yeah. Basically. When Gacy first started murdering people and he moved a body and it, when it was decomposing, its mouth started leaking liquid and he didn't like that. So when it's, they go ahead. <laughs> you said it's body. Yeah. Well, when he the, the once, you're, once the soul leaves the body, it's a it now. It's, it's a it now. Yeah. I'm sorry, the the body of the victim, oh, baby, started leaking liquid because he was decomposing. So, Gacy, some of the bodies they found under the house had either their underwear or cloth stuffed in their mouth. Going back to his childhood, underwear, his mom's underwear. Right. <laughs> I ain't got no panties on. <laughs> no, not no more. But Gacy thought he could do an insanity plea because while they were finding the bodies and questioning him, he told them that there were four Johns. He explained to them that there was John the contractor, John the clown, John the politician, and... So he was schizo. He he was trying to play as a schizophrenic. But where he he fucked up at, if you're a schizophrenic, it's been said, if you're a schizophrenic, and you have an episode and you switch to another person, you won't have any knowledge of what that person did. So kind of like in um that movie Split. 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 Yeah. yeah. But like that's a identity crisis. All right, the fourth person was Jack. I just want to get through all the Johns and the Jacks. The last one, John, quote unquote, Jack Hanley, he said was the killer and that's who did all the evil things. So, once again, going back to if you're schizophrenic, you're not going to remember everything. Well, he was able to go into detail about things that Jack did. No, that wasn't me. Jack strangled him. Jack put him under the house. And he would even say, well, Jack did this, this, and that before he killed him. Coming to an end, Gacy's trial began February 6, 1980. It was a five-week trial. And the defense called more than a hundred witnesses to testify against Gacy. And a hundred? A hundred, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, Gacy tried to, you know, say Jack did it. So they did do an evaluation, like like I said, and he failed the evaluation. Gacy was sentenced to twelve death sentences and twenty one natural life sentences. On March thirteenth, 1980, Gacy was transported to Menard Correctional Center in Illinois, and he remained there for 14 years and then was transported to Statesville Penitentiary for execution. Finish him. So, on May 9th, 1994, it was two. Gacy sat down. I was six. My birthday wasn't born. I wasn't here yet, but my birthday is like the 7th of May. May 9th, 1994, Gacy sat down for his last meal. Fried chicken from where? KFC. Kentucky fried chicken, not KFC, because they remember. Oh, yeah. Kentucky fried chicken. But his last meal consisted of fried chicken, french fries, Coke, and strawberry shortcake. What would your last meal be? Tacos. A crab boil. 
It's said that Gacy was very chatty during his last meal. It's quoted that he said, There's been 11 hardback books on me, 31 paperback, two screenplays, one movie, one off-Broadway play, five songs. He sold his story, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Five songs and over 5,000 articles. What can I say about it? I have no ego for any of this garbage. That's a long last words. No, that wasn't his last words. Midnight, May 10th, 1994, Gacy was executed by lethal injection. And for his last words, Gacy snarled, kiss my ass. My guy. All right. That, I guess, is John Wayne Gacy Jr., the killer clown. I also have a bonus for y'all. Bonus surprise. A clip. Boom, 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 boom. Y'all don't mind me playing it. No, go ahead. All right. In the early 1970s, a college student decided to hitchhike his way home after class. A car pulls up, a man offers him a ride, and he climbs in. As soon as the car started moving, the student felt totally uneasy, like something was wrong, but he couldn't quite place it. Without saying anything, he waited till the next time they slowed down, and he flung the door open and ran away. Two years later, he's flicking through TV channels when he comes across this special interview with a death row inmate, and it's just the audio recording, so he hears the interviewer ask the inmate, why did you remove all the door handles inside of your car? The man just goes, well, the first time I tried to kill someone, I picked up a college hitchhiker who got smart at some point and jumped out of my car. So, lesson learned, remove all the door handles. When they showed his picture, the student knew immediately that he was supposed to be the first victim of John Wayne Gacy, a.k.a. the killer clown, who had killed over 30 men and boys in his clown room and stuffed them into his basement. Damn, son. Hope y'all enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, thank you. Thank you. Like, right. You were welcome. First episode. Welcome to the show. Glad to be here. I hope for many, many more episodes. In the closing of this episode, we would like to thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on our socials, Twitter at BFW Pod Squad, Instagram at Blood Water Podcast, and Snapchat at BFW Pod. That's BFW Pod Squad. Okay. Other than that, please stay alert and stay alive. Stay away from clowns. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. There's so many things. Drink tequila. Drink tequila. Stay weird. Drink water. (laughs) Water with the tequila. Just just, watch out for killer clowns. There's so many things. So many reasons why to be scared of clowns. Just stay in your house. As a matter of fact, just stay in your house. Listen to podcasts. Listen to us. We got you. Thank you. Thank you for listening.